0: Have you hugged a ripen, Wagered a podcast bet? Toasted to friends at Clover Pint? Prove it all to your friends with CrossFit merch available now in the gift shop. T shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, and a
1: whole lot more. Your purchase supports the show and keeps us running. Go to Ghostbusters HQ slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend.
0: there friends this week on the program we are talking about your questions we've got a whole lot of you know there's stuff on people's minds obviously lately uh but we're taking your questions we're going to be answering them we've got ghostbusters afterlife questions merchandise questions uh archival questions even some ghostbusters answer the call questions we get to cover a whole lot of ground uh thanks to your discussion topics also a little bit of news here at the top of the show including a certain someone who has seen ghostbusters afterlife stay tuned Doctor uh, Johnny Fever. Um, well, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I think you know this. This is not going to be that long of an episode, so we're going to get no. you into your your bed, your your nice warm bed. <laughs> Why would I deny <laughs> you a nice warm bed? Or as uh, the
1: makers of Udi would call it, my ed. I'm going <laughs> to put on my Udi and crawl into my head
0: and get a good ice eep. It, it's like a bad Cockney accent. I feel like somebody's <laughs> very offended by whatever's <laughs> happening right now. Um, but yeah, so uh, here's here's the deal, everybody. We have uh, some Q and A that we're we're queuing up here uh, in the second half of the show. Very fun. Uh, we had you guys some, send in some questions. I have a couple of questions that I'll throw in for us to talk about. Um, but yeah, it will be a, a short short episode so they can get poor Chris uh, into bed. Uh, but please go get your vaccines. Uh, don't, don't let blame any me. of this. Yeah, no but seriously i don't want anybody to hear this and be like oh chris is not feeling well i shouldn't get my vaccine no go get your vaccines oh no that's fine if you if go get your vaccine what i'm saying is, is
1: don't blame me there's a you know very well there's a good chance i'm just gonna railroad this into an hour-long
0: episode anyway <laughs> so keep going all right well uh without any further delay then let's get into the news so we can start the uh, this 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 fun discussion topic Agon, Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to just turn your head. Multiplanar, curly, and emanations. Yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, so Chris, uh, just a few How news items we- here before we get yeah. into
1: uh, to our discussion Some of them topic. are last minute. You're going to have to guide me through them because I had not heard about them until you added them to the yeah, rundown at so, the last
0: minute. Well, let's start with the afterlife stuff because I have sure. uh, I have a feeling just based upon the questions, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be answered in, in the afterlife section here too. But um, Mr. Dan Aykroyd, uh, who will take every opportunity to plug Crystal Head Vodka, his most recent film project, and wherever he happens to be geographically in the exact same photo <laughs> and post on yes. social media. He is a wizard. I don't know how he does it. Um, has has uh, apparently seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, we've all joked, like, maybe they're not showing Dan the movie because they know he's going to spoil something or he's going to be in some interview and just talk about everything that happens in the movie and they'll have to do damage control. But I I, I knew that Dan was going to have to see the movie at some point, if he had not already. Um, but and What
1: was worse, the risk of Dan blabbing something or getting close to the movie and people say, Dan, have you seen it? And he goes, no, I
0: haven't seen it yet. And
1: everybody goes, well, what does that mean?
0: Yeah. How come they haven't shown it to Dan? Is that a bad sign? Um, and and Dan is just – he's uh, he's a salesman. I don't know any mm. other way to put it, but Dan is a right. salesman. Um, so if you don't give Dan the, the, uh, the ammunition that he needs to go out into the field and talk about stuff, he's – He's kind of left astray. He needs that ammunition. He needs to see the film so he can talk about how amazing it is and and what he a vision it is. And
1: well, technically he doesn't. <laughs> Hell would both. yeah! There's a long history of Dan talking up
0: stuff. Wow, the manifestation in the third act. I, I mean, it's it's so good. <laughs> I love Dan because he's just so he's such he's, a pro. He is a super salesman. And, uh, yeah, and I, thought, I love I watching Jim Belushi way. learn from him. By the way, but that's a, another story altogether. Yes, yeah. I
1: did. I did catch the tweet where it's like, "Yeah, breaking open a crate of Crystal Head <laughs> vodka and watching the movie here up in the cabin." It's like, wow. Yeah, it's that man pretty good. is leading
0: our best lives right now. Oh man, I, I love it. Uh, so the good news is now, at least we publicly now know that uh, Dan. Ernie and Annie Potts have all seen the movie, uh, and, and Ivan, yeah. Um, which it's, it's kind of fun to, like, I'm sure Bill has seen it. Like, it's kind of funny that there was that clip, that reaction clip that we talked about where Bill's like, look out marshmallows. Uh, and he says he hasn't seen this stuff, but I, there's also a part of me that thinks like, yeah, maybe he's seen it. I'm sure that Ivan or Jason have sent him a screener to take a look at, uh, right. Yeah. Whether or not he's watched it, I don't know. But, um, so, uh, so I, I bring this up because I want to also give Mr. Aykroyd some props. Um, his alma mater Saturday night live, uh, forgot him last weekend and it broke my heart. I jumped onto Twitter. It broke a lot of other people's hearts. There were a lot of, uh, of people that said, whoa, 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 hold on. Somebody's forgetting Dan Aykroyd, one of the original not-ready-for-prime-time players here. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, we don't need to get into if you like him, you love him, you hate him, whatever, but uh, hosting Saturday Night Live, gets up in his monologue and says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am the first host on Saturday Night Live to have Asperger's. And I immediately said, that's not right. Um... There actually was a cast member who was on the show yep. when it first aired, who came back to host in two thousand and three. i want to say mm-hmm. uh, he, he he has asperger's <laughs> so um, yeah. I mean again, it's it's one of those things where it, it comes up in the monologue where you know, I am the. The the first, uh, you know, island of Puerto Rico uh, resident uh, to host Saturday Night Live. And and it is. It's always a big monumental event when that happens. Um, But it was one of those where it was like, no, Elon Musk, you can't take this from Dan Aykroyd. This is Dan's thing. (laughs) Please do not steal this from him.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, I everything about that entire weekend was seemed to be 100 percent promotion.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, to, to, the moon. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but you know, uh, Dan Aykroyd, we love him. Uh, everybody calls him uncle Dan. We've got a couple questions about uncle Dan. We'll get into those later. Um, the other thing that did happen over the weekend though was mother's day. Uh, yes. and, uh, Ghostbusters celebrated by putting up a very familiar photo to people with families or people who went on road trips with their parents, uh, of the, the family station wagon, uh, broken down. Out in the middle of, we'll say, an Oklahoma field, uh, I would guess. Um, somewhere in the Midwest, certainly. Somewhere, yeah. And and it's a very fun photo. Uh, it's it's one of those frames that I can point to and I can say, you guys that were complaining about the cinematography, look how beautiful this shot is uh, with, uh, you know, the, the Finn Wolfhard is, is under the hood, uh, which one of the questions we'll get to uh, is somebody is asking what Finn is doing, which I think will be fun. Um <laughs> And uh, Carrie Coon and uh, McKenna Grace are sitting on the roof of the car, just staring out at the clouds. Uh, just a wonderful shot with the yeah. blades of grass in the, in the foreground. Not very Ghostbusters. I mean, you see this and you're like, oh, that's not like my first look at something that I was a- eagerly anticipating. But it's like, look, it gives you a, a sense of what the film will be like, it will be the story of this family and it will be real and it will feel real.
1: It's early. It's the thing we suspected all along, which was that they will be as careful as they can about later in the movie stuff. But the early movie stuff, (coughs) way easier to share with us just because it doesn't matter if you share the, share the setup of the movie with us, uh, when we go see it or in little bits of pieces beforehand, it is not, it is not the, the, the. The, uh, the biggest part of the story. So,
0: well, and this is also Jason Reitman's bread and butter, you know, yeah. Mother's Day, he was posting, uh, you know, things on Instagram and Twitter about young adult and his films that are about these very human, very fallible characters, uh, mainly in families or with relationships, you know, look at Juno and, and coming to the realization that you're going to become a parent, um, so these are themes that have popped up in all of his films and it should not be surprising that they will be popping up into Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I think it's only going to make it a stronger film because it's going to make it more relatable and it's going to make it um, something that we can all kind of see yeah. ourselves in a little bit. Uh, so it was, a
1: good, it was a good bit of freebie hype on Mother's Day.
0: Yeah, totally. And like it makes a great a, wallpaper, yeah. I just want oh, to say.
1: Absolutely. Uh, it's like the family having a cat or something and you can just – you know, it's a cheapo post on National <laughs> Cat Day or something like that, right? Exactly. Like,
0: National Marshmallow Day.
1: Oh, geez. What are the odds give, that that exists? Given Phoebe's in the movie, I'm just waiting for uh, something on, you know, National Optometrist Day or something <laughs> like that. Just
0: <laughs> Don't forget to uh, get your eyes checked on That's right. National <laughs> Optometrist Day. Yeah. So, um, so very cool. I would imagine we will start seeing more afterlife stuff, especially... I mean, Ghostbusters Day when you guys listen to this is like three weeks away. So, yeah, uh, more more to come, I'm sure, on the afterlife front. Yeah. Um, so one other news item I did I did want to hit on here, uh, moving over to Ghostbusters, answer the call for our fans of of the 2016 film. Uh, Variety had a great article about Kate McKinnon. Did you Did you get a chance to read this one, nope. Chris? Or okay, this is
1: one of the ones I didn't get a chance to check in on.
0: So, you know, again, uh, SNL being kind of in the conversation with the Elon Musk episode and and they're closing out their season with their last two episodes uh, this week and next week, um, they're doing some profiles on a lot of people. But uh, particularly because I believe it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I probably just butchered the actual proper name of it, but, um, you know, bringing uh, light and awareness to uh, mental health issues um, so, Variety had this article on Kate McKinnon about her social anxieties. Uh, as as most comedians are, they suffer from so, some sort of uh, a social anxiety, a, a social uh, uh, not disorder, but you know something that. Again, we talk about Dan Aykroyd, who has Asperger's, and uh, at one point thought he had Tourette's. Uh, you know, it's just some comedians they they have these these issues. And yeah. so Kate McKinnon was talking to Variety about it and said comedy is her defense mechanism. Like she has such bad social anxiety that she she can't function in social settings. Uh, she hates getting up in front of the public, which is terrible news for a performer like she is. <laughs> like coming from an improv background, I can't even imagine having to get up there and do improv exercises and and have this disorder. But um, it,
1: it does go a long way to explain uh, the Kate we met at the Answer the Call. Uh, green carpet though because she did come over briefly and she wasn't bouncing off the walls but she was very definitely what you might call on you know what I mean Uh, like she was yeah she was interacting with us uh, at a performative level rather than a than a personal level, which makes sense on a, on a carpet, right?
0: Like T- uh, Totally. And there are those people that you have heard that you have never met the real them because they are always on when they are in front of cameras, in front of people and in the public eye. And it I can think- be
1: super debilitating. Uh, Peter Sellers. Yeah. That, that nearly, I mean, some people argue that that contributed to that man's death. Like well, he it's, just- it's
0: kind of funny because I had the same thought because Peter Sellers, uh, I'm trying to remember who he was talking to who somebody said, Peter, you'll be fine. Just be yourself. And Peter said, I don't know who I am. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know who Peter Sellers is. And, and point in case, that's what Kate McKinnon says in this article. She says that, you know, Paul Feig, when they were doing Ghostbusters, came up to me and he said, Kate, I love you. I want you to be Holtzman. Please just be yourself in this role. And she struggled with it. Like she had no idea how to be herself because – yeah. That's just. She's always putting on uh, a character. She's always putting on. She's she's always on. She's always on stage. Um, yeah, and it's um, it's unfortunate that the people who
1: like Kate uh, McKinnon, Peter Sellers, all of them have reached a, a success in their career where they can do the one thing that helps with that, which is get away from it all. Like, right. just don't be near lots of people. <laughs> Just yeah. go be comfortable with you and then you can come back, you know, if, if 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 you're able to to work that out. But a lot of them are also driven to to work as well at the same time. So it's it's a messy yeah. one.
0: You have your your Jack Nicholsons who, you know, refuse to do interviews, refuse to do press, and it's just because they they're not comfortable doing it. They're yeah. they're they're comfortable doing a scripted character that they've poured their heart and soul into, researching and 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 finding the the core being of that character and, and doing that on camera. And then when it comes to the public, you know, PR stuff, they just, they they can't do it. They freeze. Um, Yeah. And and I get the sense that Kate McKinnon is one of those types of people. She, she is, it seems like she is a wonderful human being. It seems like she kind of hates being in the public eye, even though she loves the attention of performing for the public. It's, it's a very, uh, it's a conundrum. I don't know how you deal with that as, as a comedian, but. No, I mean, there's a lot of overlap
1: between, uh, you know, social anxiety and, Uh, Asperger's and autism spectrum and all that in that it has a lot to do with, uh, uh, a person's, uh, uncomfortableness with, with interacting with others for various reasons, right? Like, um, but yeah, it just, it just amounts, I would recommend that this is a really good month for, uh, let's uh, skip, uh, like I could have written this down as a really good final thought, but I, I would really encourage people to try and go find, even if it's just, a pamphlet overview on well, what does it mean when someone has autism, or what does it mean when someone has yeah. Asperger's, or what happens when somebody has social anxiety? Because guess what, statistically, we all know somebody, and the thing that they never hear much is the things they need to hear from people that understand at least the basics of what might be going on, and and that that they they the person that's interacting with them might is perfectly comfortable and would understand if you if they were told, well, please let's not do this or if you could avoid doing that yeah
0: it goes a long way it goes a long way and so yeah go 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 check that out and also read this article on uh, in variety because it's just yep. a wonderful article on on Kate McKinnon and she does talk about stuff we already knew that she wanted to do uh, Holtzman with like a Russian accent because she just couldn't <laughs> she told Paul Feig I can't this cannot be me I don't know how to access that part of me to be myself in front of the camera so yeah that's um, a
1: small John Candy moment for there for her. <laughs> yes, exactly. I want
0: to be German with two Doberman Pinchers. Um, but so, uh, yeah, check that out. Um there's just a couple merch things, and it's just very s- small stuff. You know, EB Canada has some T-shirts. JC Penney has some T-shirts. Uh, we're not going to really be able to put a spotlight on a lot of these things, especially the closer we get to Afterlife where it's just going to be a deluge of things. Um, so uh, so if, if just stay close to social media. Uh, there were some pre-Ghostbusters Day leaks for merch uh, that we will talk about after those are officially revealed. Don't worry about that. Officially... Official. Officially official. I will say right now, I, I was thinking
1: about this early today. We put this stuff up on our social media, but we, you are continue Ghostbusters HQ is more of a journal, mag- like a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, format, which means you pick subjects that you really want to dive into and you write a big thing on it. I append the website years ago and I am nothing but small outbursts on like Twitter. I have even like mostly left Facebook for the most part. But I think I think it's fair to just remind people that as things get more and more crazy, if you're not following ghostbustersnews.com, uh, Jason puts it all up there. Yeah, Everything. Jason puts it all up there. and You don't have to go scouring through his – like if you're like, I've been out of it for three weeks. I need to read through three weeks of social media. No, just go to his website and
0: it's all It's all there. there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the one thing I will say also the closer we get to the movie coming out, um, we have a lot of, of awesome fan groups who are very engaged in social media and they're all very – um, enthusiastic and they're all very, uh, you know, tr- just trying to get all of the content out to all of the people too. And there are, there are some accounts where they will see something and they'll get so excited about it and we'll, we'll pump it out to the masses. <laughs> and then they'll be like, wait, um, where'd that come from? Are we sure that that's supposed to be out yet? And uh, again, you know, there's, there's that sort of like, well, we should know, and I'm excited about it and that's awesome. Um, but maybe we're not supposed to see that yet. And and yeah. even when we saw that that family photo on Mother's Day, uh, I think uh, maybe it was the Michigan Ghostbusters. Somebody clued us into it. And I responded I, like, yeah. where's this from? Like I want to make sure before we like talk about this and p- put it out there that like we're supposed to see this.
1: I saw I saw it through uh, GB Max first. And yeah. usually in my mind, almost immediately I head to uh, Instagram and check a few of the uh, – the usual suspects. Cause man, he is all over it. I don't, I'm not sure if he's got like, like some sort of
0: word <laughs> search or something set up that wakes him in the middle of the night, but <laughs> wow. And, and Max, God love him. Uh, I don't know how he does it. He, it must be caffeine or something, but like when those photos come out, he does like, you know, photo manipulation, Photoshop edits yeah. of like himself into them. And then he does like these cool collages with all the other stuff. And I'm like, Dude, Max, that photo just dropped like 10 minutes ago. How have I you know. already done all of this? <laughs> quotes.
1: He pulls the quotes from articles. From and articles yeah. And just, oh, yeah. But anyway, <clears> so,
0: <throat> so yeah. So, again, you know, as stuff starts to, to come, we'll, we'll we'll do our best. Like, you and I do our best to kind of curate things. We're sort of here to collate yeah. everything and put it into nice, neat uh, piles for everyone as, as best we can. That's um, stuff that
1: really tickles our, our uh, fancy. We'll dive into a bit more, and we try to, as much as possible to cover the stuff that doesn't necessarily. Like let's put it this way: keeping track of T-shirts, both official and unofficial, at this point. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, impossible. I yeah. I it's insane to think that you know a decade ago I was thinking, yeah, Ghostbusters T-shirts, especially unofficial ones, are on the rise. Somebody should totally put a website together to keep track of them. I was like, you idiot for <laughs> that. No, I
0: that now you, you fool. would just be. Uh, be, your your brain would be fried. I don't know how you yeah. would be doing it. Um, so so, uh, so one last news item here. Uh, Chris Sturgis, uh, one of our, our fellow Fallen fans who we talked about last week on the show, um, the Calgary Ghostbusters and Alberta Ghostbusters and everybody that was up north has been pulling together to put together funds for uh, his kids. And uh, the Calgary uh, Ghostbusters put together a patch, a memorial patch, um, yeah. that's kind of based on Chris being an, an R2 droid builder, Uh, and it is a very cool patch, uh, in, in his memory and all of the proceeds are going to his kids, uh, and their, their educational funds. Uh, so we have, we've retweeted and and reposted it on all of our social media. But, uh, if you hear this and you are interested, go to, I believe it's the Calgary GB, uh, Twitter and Facebook and and Instagram where you can get all the news that you need to to purchase that. But
1: only doing a hundred of them. I think they're 10, no. How much? It ends up being five hundred dollars. Quick, is
0: it five dollars a patch? Am I doing this wrong? Five hundred bucks, five dollars <coughs> a patch, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, ten. There's One. a limited number. There's yeah. a limited
1: number. Uh, get them now, uh, and yeah, it'll go to uh, yeah. His if son's, uh, five bucks. There's only hundred of them,
0: but um, so yeah, go go check that out. Uh, and then our Buffalo Ghostbusters friends, who have been doing a fundraiser for the Hook and Ladder Number Eight, uh, just posted a new update uh, to their social media that they are well over. Yeah. Uh, what they were looking for. Um, so they're working on trying to figure out on Ghostbusters Day what they're going to... They're at <coughs> $7,900. You know, yeah. at one point they were just saying we're going to do 4800 just because it's a funny number to all of us. Uh, but they're
1: way over that. Way past that. And I think um,
0: possibly by the time you hear this, it may be done. It may be done. It will be happening on Ghostbusters Day. At least giving them the sign will be happening on Ghostbusters Day. Yeah. They won't hang it up on, on that time. So, no, but um, the...
1: I think the the, the, the the fund will be over. The fund the will US be over. Fingers. That's right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but so stay tuned, especially go to the, the Buffalo Ghostbusters uh, social media. They did say they're going to try to do like a Facebook live when they deliver the sign uh, so everybody can be a part of that. Also, I've heard some uh, some big names contributed to that fund and, and may have also been contributing to like helping with the sign or something. So uh, that mm-hmm. might be a fun live stream if you want to watch that. Yeah. Um. All right, well, I think that's everything. Uh, yeah, that's everything. That's all the news that's fit to print. Again, this is the calm before the storm, everybody. Once we get to Ghostbusters Day, oh boy, hold on for the five-hour cross-rip to come. It will be <laughs> ridiculous. That's not a threat. That's a it's promise. It's a promise from us to you. <clears throat> uh, so here's what we're going to do, everybody. We uh, we asked you on social media for your questions, uh, things that you want us to talk about on on the show here Um, And Chris, I'm going to tilt my hand a little bit here and tell you what inspired this. Okay. Um, We got our trademark email uh, from a certain somebody. um, And I want to check the timestamp just to make sure that I get it right here. Uh, But anyways, uh, Mr. (laughs) Michael Tanaka, who uh, we... (laughs) Who we love and and is our our uh, our good friend a longtime listener uh, who runs the, the, go to GB fans you see Michael go to the wiki yep. you see Michael, yep. Um, shoot, where is the timestamp on here? Okay, uh, at nine thirty six p.m. on May tenth, uh, in response to our last episode, Mr. Michael Tanaka sent me the following message verbatim, Chris. <laughs> hey Troy, is Chris okay? To which, at nine thirty at night, I was like, "Oh God, no! What's happening? What? <laughs> Am I okay? What happened?" <laughs> so I responded, "Even with, I don't remember what." <laughs> and Michael said, "The shrink wrap thing." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so come on. So, obsession
1: can be funny. Obsession it's not me- can be funny,
0: and and a couple <sighs> other people did did point out like, "Troy, do we need to stage an intervention?" Like, not yet. Uh, so, so anyway, this was my, my amusing way into thinking, I think you guys have a lot on your minds, uh, that I figured (laughs) we would turn the microphone over to you and, and first of all, tell you that, yes, uh, Chris Stewart, you are okay, right? Can you confirm to everybody out there? Okay, good. I can, I'm, I'm here. I damn near had a heart attack. I saw that email yeah, come through and I was like, oh God, Kelly, what happened? Did I not see something? Is is Chris okay? Should I text him? Should I call him? Is he all right? Yeah. I'm, it, uh, I'm glad I and didn't. Unfortunately,
1: that but, is 100% how you would find out that I had, you know, got hit by a bus or, <laughs> or you know, keeled over or something like that. Like,
0: <laughs> I don't know how he knows.
1: <laughs> um, no, I'm fine. The shrink wrapping is... I'll be honest with you. I, I I was playing it up for comedy effect. Uh, if it was a problem, I would have been applying it to everything. And I know I talked about putting it on odd, odds and ends and all that, but really even I'm like, no, not everything yeah. needs shrink wrapping. But what I, the reason why I was playing it up is the things I did put it on. I was super pleased at the results. Like those cereal boxes. Oh, they're so choice. Like once they're assembled to their, you know, 3d form and put a shrink wrap around them ah dead sexy right <laughs> uh and you know if people have been listening like the the uh, we didn't get into them but the role playing game uh, companions yeah i yeah. Uh, <clears throat> some of the ones that i have had since i was a kid you know and played with friends uh just shrink wrapped it back up like it's it's beautiful i don't need it anymore the the scans of it are all over the place so yeah, if i and- ever need to dive back into them great what i want is i want this the it's already been played and loved a little bit so i want it to look its best for between now and whatever night you get a, uh, an email from Michael Tanaka <laughs> saying, "Is Chris okay?"
0: Um, oh God, yeah, I, and and I'm you know I'm guilty of it too. I was playing it up too because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
1: don't get me wrong. I did take a pop can and attempt to shrink wrap it, and then like a, like Bart Simpson and the electrified uh, cupcakes. <laughs> learned the hard way that a heat gun applied to an aluminum can. Uh,
0: that's not, not no, a good mix. There's no, there's
1: no good place to hold yeah. it while you try to shrink shrink wrap. But that that was a yeah. lesson learned. Uh, and then uh, you know, uh,
0: we all had to think. And uh, yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so we're confirming on the air. Everybody, I'm fine. Chris Stewart's fine. He's fine. Don't worry about the shrink wrap thing. It's just it was. J- it's just a bit. Everybody, I, don't sweat
1: it. My. Th- uh, my VHS tapes might be next, because again, I don't I don't need them ever again. So
0: and so you want to keep those nice and neat. Yeah, obviously the VHS market is really picking up. So the, th- yeah. the
1: three the three extreme Ghostbusters.
0: I'm gonna shrink wrap them. Yeah, movie
1: magic. Uh, I'm gonna shrink wrap. I'm looking across here. Unfortunately, all but two of my Magic Window uh, real Ghostbusters are. They're video store copies, which means they cut up the cardboard box and stuck yeah, it in the plastic like boxes.
0: Plastic clamshell,
1: yeah. But those two, I'll probably do uh, the Game Boy games. You know, I'll be honest with you. I think, I think the video games might be some of the stuff I'm gonna sell off.
0: Uh, I, I think I, I won't. It's fine. I won't tell you. I won't. We it's, won't tell. Right, everybody out yeah, there. It's all a secret. Secret safe with with <laughs> us. Here we are. We're
1: recording a podcast, and I'm <laughs> doing some of that spring cleaning I've been threatening. You know. Well, we're recording radio. Why don't so I just I really think out loud about the yeah. stuff I'm going to sell? Anyways, um, I'm fine.
0: Right. He's fine. Uh, well, let's let's do because I've sure. got afterlife on the brain from our news items. Let's do a couple of the questions that we got that that, were, that are afterlife related. Okay. Um, number 1 from uh Jason uh, Grosky. I hope I'm saying your na- your name right, Jason. Uh, who won our prize package from Ghost Core on our 300th yeah. episode? That Jason. Um, He sent us a a question in regards to that Mother's Day photo saying, is Finn changing the oil or did the car overheat? (laughs) So what's funny is I thought Jason was being I thought he was being funny. I thought he was being kind of snarky because we got a lot of funny, snarky responses to our our solicit for questions. But he's right. When you zoom in on the image, like... Uh, Finn Wolfhard has the dipstick out and you do see the cord of oil sitting there on the engine. So it's like, yeah, is he, I mean, some of those old cars, like I had, when I was in high school, I had a car that burned through oil. It burned through water in the radiator. It burned, it burned through everything. Like I'm surprised that car did not catch fire. (laughs) I'm guessing that's what's happening here is that their old Outback station wagon is just like killing the oil and they just have to keep refilling the oil as they're driving on their road trip. Yeah. I mean, the, no dipstick required for your, um, is there a dipstick on the, uh, coolant? I don't no, think there is. No, it's just, I mean, on most cars it's, it's just that, it's that a, lid. It's a, it's,
1: it's a reservoir. So when yeah, you pop it open, yeah. you should be able to see inside and tell if the reservoir is not, you know, half full to the mark or whatever, then you don't have enough. So uh, the only other thing you lean that far over most engines for is to get at an air filter. That's it. And if he's got a dipstick in a bottle, change there anyway. There
0: you go. But it did I think you're when you uh you know retweeted the uh, the photo out there, it it just proves that he is the gearhead. He's the one that's 100%. in there working on the Ecto 1 and putting it together, which we know from the trailer and it's a beautiful
1: touch to help build up the character so that when he resurrects a dormant for what 20 years you know, uh, caddy, um, sorry, resurrect, uh, a dormant for 20 years, a, what is it? 50 year old? 59. 60. Yeah. 60 so. So, math, math. Um, it's not just some dumb movie magic. Hey kid, know how Tinker thing. He, uh, it goes along with his shirts. Remember very early on in the trailer, we saw his, he's got like uh Chevy t-shirts on and all that. Yeah. He's, he's got a couple of t-shirts that are car centric. So it's a nice little nod to the fact that uh, that Trevor knows cars. And yeah. then when it becomes a plot point, we don't all go, well, that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so I like it. Like, how I, did he possibly get that car that's been sitting in a barn for X amount of years? To, it just yeah. shows me he, how yeah. much
1: nice – this is Edgar Wright level character setup. There's um, there's going to be lots of nice little touches to, to set up the characters so that when stuff happens later on – yeah. Uh, that's not when we learn what the character is. That's just us going, well, that's exactly how the character would react.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, and it's, it's, it's such a good image. Like I'm it so is. glad that like, I'm I, like Jason pointing that out made me do the pinch and zoom on the image just to kind of see the <laughs> composition of things and to see that the, the oil court was sitting there, but, um, it is
1: a good contender for the, uh, what's the, the Twitter account? The
0: one, one perfect, one shot. perfect shot. Yeah, Totally. I'm surprised it's a they good, haven't already a, retweeted that out there. It's yeah.
1: a it's a good contender, right? Just it's it's very uh, the only other way I would put it is Norman uh, is very Rockwellian.
0: It, yeah, that's 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 an American road trip uh, photo right, right? there. It, All it's if, missing if, is the if, Route 66 uh, yeah. <laughs> stop. up ahead. One
1: like just the action of him leaning in, a leg up, trying to get into the engine while two characters sit with their backs to us, but their heads turned to talk to one another. That is so Rockwell, like the, yeah. the cop and the kid running away from home at the counter. Uh, I think there's even a couple where he did people fixing cars and all that. Like it is, it was a Rockwell shot and it is beautiful. Oh, and the field, right? So road, uh, the for the bottom foreground is like the, the wild grasses in the the ditch road car and the characters, and then the wheat field in the sky yeah. beyond it is is uncluttered by anything you know, ugly like a telephone
0: line or something. Right? It's just perfect. It, it, yeah, it's just it's it's such a great yeah. It's one perfect shot. That's a good way to put it. And As a matter of fact, <laughs> don't be mean, but
1: everybody should maybe say follow them and then send a note saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. nudge nudge,
0: yeah, uh, wink wink, nudge nudge." Wink, for a movie wink, that we nudge, haven't nudge. seen, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, so thinking, speaking of things that we have not seen, uh, we got several questions about trailer. Uh, because everybody still has trailer on the brain. One Again, about the McRib, which we will not be addressing. No, we're not going to have the McRib. <laughs> when will the Mc? <laughs> when will the Hamburglar be brought to justice? Um, no. Yeah. So, so
1: all the uh, go ahead. All the, uh, so
0: so trailer wise, yeah, we have a couple that are Mugatu. Uh, I hear that the foam in his latte makes him bloated. Um, trailer <laughs> date drop speculation. Um, that's one of the questions that he threw out there. Do we think that a trailer will drop on Ghostbusters Day? You and I have kind of talked about that. It still seems uh, early to me, to yeah. be completely honest. I think the last time we talked about it, we thought it. <clears throat> now that
1: said, I think there's room for more of this little. Uh, what would we call the the mini puffs?
0: Uh, a like clip? the
1: vignettes, or yeah, I mean, I think I think that's more likely. What we're to get is a little clip. Possibly something like maybe a, a muncher. Cause we've seen so much of muncher. Yeah, muncher. Maybe they'll give us a little bit more muncher or maybe they'll give us a little bit more of one of the kids or something.
0: I, I was know. even thinking like a behind the scenes kind of like featurette thing where it's like they're just using the footage that we've already seen. But we're getting a little more behind the scenes because yep. we know that, that that material already exists from like Toy Fair and and other trade shows that industry people have seen. So maybe yep. the public facing people start to get a, a, a glimpse of that. But yeah, I, I don't maybe a poster like that's kind of my feeling is maybe we get yeah. some sort of a one sheet a poster. poster.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be good.
0: Uh, movie theaters think, are coming back online. They're turning the lights back on. Yeah. How great would it be to have a new poster in the halls of those movie theaters? Yeah. That's what I think will happen on, on Ghostbusters day.
1: That's a good bet. I'll go the other way just so we're not entirely on the, the same page. I think it might be a, a clip thing. Yeah. Um uh, uh, personally, I think a good one to do might be, um, a little bit more of the Carrie Coons husband as the shopkeeper. We see that little bit of him with the shovel yeah, and the the lights going weird.
0: Yeah,
1: little a little spooky. Thirty seconds from that, that again just gets us hyped but doesn't explain anything. And I think that would like go a long big way.
0: Spoiler though, I don't know. Like that, well, that guy. If, could it, be... if it is, if it
1: is, then the
0: uh, it could be. Yeah, like well, that let's... could be <coughs> like the moment in the the Dead Don't Die where we see the guy in the hard or the two guys in the hardware <coughs> store get it. You know, it's like, oh no, I don't. Uh, you 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 well, for that person.
1: Let's assume they're smart enough not to confirm it, but I mean. Yeah. Like imagine uh, Alice the librarian right up to the lights in the screen, right? Like what happened to her after that? Was she possessed? Did she yeah. die? We don't know. We don't know. So that's something with him turning a corner and you know a crescendo of, of music and, and noise and lights. and we don't see what happens again. Yeah, that would I think be that's cool. A, that's a nice little taste. It's a it's not revealing a heck of a lot more than we we aren't already guessing based on the little clip we saw in the trailer. Uh, yeah. That anyway, but even money, it'd probably be something we've seen already, like maybe a little bit more clip of the char- the family characters or something.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot.
1: Okay. Podcast bet. Um, let's see how it goes. Let's see in how it goes. In three weeks, let's find out. Let's
0: come tune in and we'll find out if we were both wrong, which <laughs> know, sometimes we're both right, which is weird tell you what, too. Tell you what, Troy, right. if, um, right, if you're right, I owe you a Coke. Ooh. A Coca Cola with coffee. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Fernando Barbosa uh, tells us greetings from Brazil. How can the kids continue the legacy, being kids? Uh, we talked about this. We have talked about this. Yeah. Um, I th- I think, and if I remember our conversation, if I can succinctly sum it up, it was basically the kids make sense because you want to secure the future of the franchise. Yeah. Um. Also. <clears throat> Finn Wolfhard's like 32 years old now. So like everybody keeps calling them kids. We
1: stretch, it was a stretch when we first posited the theory because all we had to go on was there was a year between filming and the release of the movie. Yeah. Then an extra year and a half got tacked on. So by the time they then start another movie, yeah, both Phoebe and and, uh, Finn are, um, That's way too illiterative. Damn you, go score. Uh, Phoebe and Finn uh, will be the upper, they'll be, uh, Finn would be in the early, you could sell him in the early 20s by that point because he's practically there. Phoebe would be the high school age. Uh, You put the immortal uh, vampire Paul Rudd in to care, you know what I mean? And yeah, I think you've got, I believe our theory at the time was that is a good enough, you know, so they film, say the movie comes out and they green light it right away. So then they start in 2022. We don't see it until 2023.
0: Or Holy 2024. Crap. Yeah.
1: Yeah, depending on how they want to space it. That's four or five years from yeah. when the first one was filmed. But we only we, you know, only saw it two or three years prior. That's a, a nice little bit of free cinematic magic to go from kids to young adults. Uh, you know what I mean? <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: well, and, and, uh, and they have, I mean, we've talked about this before too. I don't want to retread it too much. But like... Because of the delays with the film coming out, like Gil Cannon and Jason Reitman have had more than enough time to be already, you know, talking Dreaming about ideas new stuff. Oh, yeah. for new stuff or or side uh, stories that they can then explore spinoffs. That, or,
1: is zero, that is zero percent before we even uh, take into account that there's no chance. Uh, sorry, that's what the zero. There's zero percent <laughs> chance that they – I lost the sentence, but it amounts to, there's no way that Jason and, uh, and, uh, Kenan didn't, uh, they didn't start casting and building with a future in mind. The whole point yeah. of this whole movie was to get, uh, a running, uh, uh, main line, uh, for the movie franchise back on track before anybody goes, that's why the animated is not out. They were there. Yeah. Like somewhere somebody realized that, uh, we got to reset the, 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 the main storyline before we talk about maybe anything that touches on the sideline, anything that touches on the, uh, answer the call, anything that touches on the animated, all that is off the table until, uh, cause you know, you and I both know this movie is not being, no movie is being 100% funded by the company that's making it anymore. They have yeah. to sell it to two or three overseas partners and. That leads to some businessy decisions, and one of them is if you want to make one after this, you better be, you know, building building off of this main
0: line. So <clears throat> Well, and the one thing I would caution too is don't expect this movie to immediately set up another sequel or a whole no. franchise of sequels. Or like you you're not gonna have uh, Samuel L. Jackson step out of the shadows in the the post credit sequence here and say, "We're building a team of Ghostbusters.
1: Are you in?" Like, yeah, there's there's not going to be Ghostbusters in in year phases. <laughs> Let's put it that no, way. No,
0: no. This is this this film is 100. percent I, I I am of the mindset that they are putting out a good movie to create a good movie that is a three act structure that tells a great beginning, middle, and an yeah. end. And and that's what you have to do when the when the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe came out, Iron Man was kind of setting up the Marvel universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it was just a good movie from start to finish. And that's what I think they're working on here is just just focus on the small.
1: I I agree with you 100%, but I'm still on the opposite side where when they cast Robert Downey Jr. and made that first movie, they had him locked. They knew they were going to do more and I think they were already thinking about how they were going to tie other stuff together? Well, they may I, not they knew exactly I mean, they how. were working
0: yeah. on they were working on Hulk and uh, Incredible Hulk was being filmed simultaneously, so they yeah. they knew they had multiple films that were coming. Yeah. But 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 this is also like the the folly of building the cinematic universes is like we're going to start with this one germ that's going to create the whole. We're going to yeah, I know, I agree things, with you. You know what
1: I mean. I agree with you on that. There's no way anybody needs to be thinking about this as a cinematic universe. What everybody no, needs to be no. thinking about is, and when I say try to put the main line back on track, it is to go back to the old school thing of setting up just the classic sequel line is what it amounts to. Yeah. You make and something solid. where will it go solid. from here? We don't know. <clears throat> we don't know, yeah. but you do this one well enough. Now that said, there is every chance that everybody's going to come out of quarantine and this <laughs> movie is going to uh flood the bank on, on Sony just on the basis of you know the world is dying to see <laughs> it's movies. The only movie we have. <coughs> Basically. Um <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah, but, but bottom line is how are the kids gonna do it? They're they're gonna do that's that's the whole reason you bring in kids. That's the whole reason that they reboot Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every whatever it is, seven years because they know that this generation has now aged out and we got to get the next generation of kids to come in uh, yeah. to sell them toys and, and happy meals and stuff like that. So yeah, the kids kids are the future. I believe the children are the future. Teach them well, let them find the way. Um, hey, liver Stealer, our old friend mm. uh, sent us a question who says if there was a GB cinematic universe, huh, you like that segue? What story or character would you like to see explored? The catch is that there cannot be any past, present, or future Ghostbusters in it. So no Venkman, no Phoebe, no Eduardo, etc. What story or character would you like to see explored, but it can't include any of the Ghostbusters from past, present, or future?
1: Uh, It would be a period piece in the 20s about uh, Ivo Shandor.
0: <clears throat> oh, interesting. Okay, it would be
1: it would be the Hannibal version of of, of Ivo Shandor's is story.
0: Seeing the origins of the Gozer worshippers, the this... cult. You yeah, know, we see, we see
1: we see you know the you know we see him break during the war, all that stuff. And the best part is, is we can then theoretically maybe uh, steal some of the names from the other books. They, uh, you know, Leon Zundiger could be the the mm. the hero or the the mm-hmm. the protagonist of the thing who's also interested in that stuff and you know is pals with him and then they fall out cuz one goes super cuckoo evil and the other <laughs> one uh just tries to thwart him cuz that would be great having Ivo mess with stuff and you know Leon Zundinger trying to keep it under um, uh keep it keep it under wraps and that explains where his book came from all those years later it explains where Ivo's writings came from and could conceivably set up more stuff in the future. So That's oh,
0: I like that a lot. That's, that's really mine. good. I want that's the one I want to see. <clears throat> ah, damn, that was a good answer. That should have been mine. Uh, well, I was it like yours I, and
1: I stole it? Because I apologize.
0: No, I I mean I know that this is this is something that would never happen. This is just fan Don't, wishing. God. Here. You're gonna
1: jinx it. Knock on wood or something. Something. Pinch your uh, nose and
0: turn around twice. Come on. How cool would it be? <laughs> and and I don't want this to sound like the you know uh, uh, <clears throat> putting the cart before the horse here. But how <clears throat> cool would it be to see Walter Peck and Jack Hardmeyer <laughs> in some sort of like side Comedy. thing? <laughs> like yeah. I, I I don't even care what the story is. I just want to see the two of those guys having to deal with one another with the personalities that they are. And I even would, if they're just having yeah. to get through bureaucratic bullshit, like uh, they've uh, both floated the,
1: to the top. Hardmeyer is now mayor <laughs> and Peck <laughs> is now at the top of some Peck governmental agency. Chief of staff. No, uh, no, no, no. They have to be at odds with one another. So that's he's, true. he's, yeah. he's with some other governmental group that's clashing with, them. uh, you could make it a, uh, uh, kind of a spin on from the headlines. And he's, uh, with the uh, all the uh, justice departments trying to crack open some part <laughs> of Hardemeyer's past that they want to prosecute him for. That'd be a good one.
0: I, I mean, I feel like I just pitched you Spin City. Yes. And that's kind of what I want to see is just yeah. like Spin City with those two guys and whatever and I, their, their cabinet underneath <laughs> them is. I pitched you
1: X-Files uh, Boardwalk. <laughs> Yes. is what I pitched to you. Oh,
0: man. Although, know.
1: frankly, uh, Eric, if you're listening, that's our elevator pitch, X-Files Boardwalk, and, uh, and Troy's, uh, which is uh, uh, Ghostbusters Spin City. So yeah, Ghostbusters Spin City. Half-hour sitcom,
0: <laughs> wanted to be a three-camera, just like, yeah. Uh, I don't a, know, that's a, that's a good question, man. I don't know. Here's
1: the thing. There's a lot to this, uh, these movies that, will always ask for further explanation. Like I think, uh, where, uh, Dracula as a movie failed that most recent one. Right. I think a Vigo, uh, 90 minute, uh, movie could go a long way. Like sort of a, a dark comedy.
0: If, if it were, yeah, I was going to say if it were like a weird, cause everybody always brings up like, I want to see Vigo's origins. And I'm like, you are one of 10 people that wants to see that movie. But if it was a weird, like Taika Waititi, exactly Army what we do darkness. in the dark yeah what we do in the dark uh, meets
1: uh Vigo the Carpathian ah that yes would be that would be some good
0: and then it ex- explains why he targeted Janos like I mean I know that it was just circumstance that Janos happened to be the the museum guy that was there at night and that's why Janos got but but maybe he's just used to having these kind of weird I don't know where the hell you're from kind of people around him <laughs> actually the um, funny part
1: is if you link it to Janos's family the reason oh. a guy named Yanosh Happened to be uh, in the right place at the right time for this uh, painting to let him loose and possess him is traced back to his Carpathian
0: uh, family funny. bloodline. That's really funny. I mean, it cause ha- the, the, was it Sanctum of <coughs> Slime that kind of went into Yanosh post- I think so. Except yeah. I never played it and read all the stuff. So I can't swear to that. But maybe. Um, but, but it, it never got into like, it was just that poor Janos was cursed and wanted revenge on people. Yeah. Follow um,
1: after the fact more, but what happened to Janos after yeah, the whole thing. Whereas I funny. think this one would be great if it opened up with, you know, some veiled references to the second movie with somebody else playing uh, Janos and then you jump back to, uh, the, the origins and uh and uh, <laughs> the, black adder black the adder young style
0: poha chronicles
1: <laughs> not, it's not about him but somebody else playing vigo somebody else playing yanosh <laughs>
0: Nichols got like an eye patch and he's just saying <laughs> telling stories
1: and then you you black adder it where <laughs> and actually you could do multiple seasons of it then you could have multiple seasons of the guy who plays yanosh's uh the yanosh character playing all his descent uh, the ante- the seasons. descendants
0: of yanosh yeah God that would be fu- if it was if, if it was like miracle workers and we just saw like different perspectives on like the vigo yeah. tale based upon yeah that would be funny Um
1: I think the only other thing left is just the little the stuff that IDW tapped into which was the side stories that were kind of hinted at in the movies
0: but were never really worth a whole yeah. thing right like <clears throat> But those are like, never really like the the bummer is that those are not like characters that would be, they're not like your, uh, your, your, Ant-Man, your Black Widow, your, you know, as much as I want Michael Ensign to return, uh, as his, his starring role of, (laughs) of the Biltmore Hotel. And then we do like a, uh, Downton Abbey kind of thing with the Biltmore Hotel. Like, I don't know. That's just, it's, it's kind of a stretch. I think, think but. I think
1: you're not even picking the right people, though. I think you go lower. Like, I think you need to tell the day of the guy, the doorman at Dana's place, from the start of the day to being interviewed by the <laughs> yeah. cops to having to go home that evening, right? A bear and deal with in what his happened. apartment. A bear and he goes home his to his apartment. wife and he's like, there's a or, bear in uh, this guy's
0: apartment. <laughs> right? Like,
1: like all of that. I think. Well, that's uh, funny. Actually, the funny part is, is didn't, um, uh, isn't there a name for the, the guy? the
0: 84 event in this, the new movie? Well, they're, they're calling it the Manhattan cross rip of 84, if I remember right. right. Yeah. So a
1: series about all the people that got affected by it.
0: That like would be a, fun. Some sort of like Werner Herzog uh, documentary where he's, it's never happened. It was <laughs> futile. And, Maybe. Yeah.
1: But uh, we've got, we've got like a guy who got into the back of a cab with a zombie. We got a hot dog vendor. True. who true. A, a lot ghost ate out his stock, right? There's a lot of eyewitnesses that I think would be, uh, really fun to just do. Just a short. You can even do it <laughs> as like a little web series thing just for the heck of it. Put it on the next DVD as a, or some DVD as a bonus, bonus yeah. material. Um, but good yeah, question. If, if you, if you buy it on Apple, you, you, those are part of the extras.
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are the one shot stories. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, man. That was a good, that was a good question. I like that one a lot. Um, so moving over to Twitter, I know we're running out of time here, but, um, just special shout out to the Michigan Ghostbusters and Blake Hendricks, who basically quoted most of Batman 1989 in response (laughs) to our question. You guys know that I love the, the Tim Burton 89 movies. Yeah, now the Prince soundtrack is living in my head free. So thank you for that. Uh, We've seen the future and it will be, um, Oh, here's one. This is good. This is kind of a good sort of bookend to things. Yeah. Um, because we know that Ghostbusters Day is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I are, are particularly pumped about this pr- this one item. Yo uh, Jimbo, mm-hmm. Yojimbo, uh, DCAU resource on Twitter, asks us, any clue when the Ghostbusters 2 score is going to show up on Amazon? Kind of odd. We're almost <coughs> one month away, and it's absent. So... I think two things are happening here. Yeah. Number one, it's on Amazon everywhere but the United States right now, yeah. right? Like Canada, UK, you can you can pre-order it right now if you just don't do it through Amazon US. Yeah. Um but also I think that it hasn't officially been announced and it hasn't been solicited, there hasn't been any uh you know promotion and advertising on it. Um my guess is that they are waiting for Ghostbusters Day. It's going to be that like the, the kind of um, Apple event thing where it's like, hey, everybody, it's Ghostbusters Day. Guess what? The Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack, now available for order. Yeah. I, that would be wasn't my guess. The,
1: <coughs>
0: wasn't the all
1: the other Amazon sites already saying, like, June 11th or something like that?
0: Yeah, the, the release date was June 11th. I think that was Germany had it, like, June 11th, too. So I'm um, with you. I think,
1: I think the one place where Sony and GhostCore... America has their strongest control over Amazon, not leaking stuff is amazon.com. And the rest of the world just got the info and plugged into their system. And yeah, I think they would, it's the kind of thing where they know it's going to (laughs) sell. Like they may even have just done the simple thing where they're like, do a thousand. And then when it sells out, we'll we'll print more, right? Like it's just, they don't, they know that they can make it an exciting last minute surprise drop. That Amazon just happened to have spoiled for most
0: it, of the It world. could also be something too. Like just this past week, uh, Mondo released the Cobra Kai um, vinyl, uh, like a three three LP set on on their <coughs> new record shop. Yeah. And and literally, we didn't know that it was happening until 48 hours before they dropped it. So yeah, it it is possible that they've got all of these things teed up and ready to go. Where on Ghostbusters Day they say, Hey, this will be up. On Amazon, if you want the regular, you know, 180 gram black vinyl, or if you go to Mondo, we have uh, a, a limited edition, the pink psychomagnetheric slime <laughs> edition or whatever it's going to end up being. And they're hey, all up for sale on Wednesday,
1: you know. Hey, Chris, we have something expensive for you to shrink wrap. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and he
0: says, rubbing his hands together. That's exactly how they're going to present it. Like on the, the Ghost Core social media, that's exactly how they're going to
1: how do we there. guarantee that the world knows about this? Uh, take the shrink wrap off of one and mail it to Chris Stewart. <laughs> then everybody will know about <laughs> it. Trust me.
0: Ay, ay, ay. But, aye. Um, yeah, I, I'm very anxious for that one because that's that's – Look, if, if nothing else comes out of Ghost, uh, Ghostbusters Day 2021, I almost said 2020 because I have lost a year. Um, <laughs> if nothing else comes out of Ghostbusters Day except for that release, I, I'm going to call it a great day because yeah. I have been so excited for that. I am so ready to have that disc and, and to listen to that uh, over and, it and does, over again.
1: It does fit the pattern we talked about, which is what cool in-demand Ghostbusters stuff can we put out that isn't related to the new movie? that'll keep the fans humming along for another couple of months before we have to uh, put something else out. Sort of thing. Yeah. And the soundtrack to that movie, like how, m- Oh my God, how long have we, well, we've been waiting since 89. So there you go. 32 and, and
0: years, 31 years. I, I still vividly remember sitting in the ghost core conference room with Ivan Reitman. And you and I asked Ivan, like, will we ever hear the Randy Edelman score? And, and no joke. <laughs> Ivan looked at us and was like, Randy Edelman didn't do the music for ghostbusters. And you and I were like,
1: uh, Although it does explain why Eric's eyes nearly popped out of his head.
0: No, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> it totally did didn't <laughs> It did not, but it was very funny. I was like, yeah. no, no, I meant the second. I'm not going to correct you, Ivan Wrightman. You're you're right. Uh, Elmer Bernstein's score is out. Randy <laughs> Edelman's is not. We love Elmer Bernstein's score. When can we have the other one? Please, <laughs> Santa, give us more presents.
1: Should have doubled down. When does Ira Newborn's uh, Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack come
0: out? <laughs> You're Can right. you imagine an Ira Newborn <laughs> Ghostbusters score? How yes, awesome would that have been? because I
1: heard it in Dragnet. So
0: there it, you go. It, yes, exactly. And Ace Ventura a little bit. Um, but, uh, well, thanks, everybody, for, for sending us your questions. The that girl's really all frightened.
1: No, that's not right.
0: No. <laughs> Anyways, if Dan Aykroyd is not rapping <laughs> at the end of Ghostbusters Afterlife, just repeating what <laughs> happened in the – like I, I want it to be like the Star Trek 4 – uh, credits where they just recap the entire movie for me in case I forgot what I just saw. I love having to point
1: out to people that
0: Dan Aykroyd
1: has a significant role in Tupac Shakur's uh, career taking off. I love pointing that out to people. So. <laughs>
0: uh, what, why have you gone quiet? You knew that, didn't you? I did, I did. <laughs> but I, I, I was trying to close this out and I think we've opened a can here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was that was uh the movie may not have been a national hit,
0: but the song was. The song was like everybody and, knew the song from Nothing and, But Trouble. And that's
1: yeah, that's uh Tupac's uh early days of Tupac's
0: the same old song. In front um, of the in
1: front of the in the mainstream. So yeah credit where credit's true. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, friend of hip-hop. Don't
0: wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again.
1: We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our call-in line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. Too? And Twitter accounts. Is dead. Um, no kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional cross On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charging. Newborn hater of hip hop. -hop. I don't. Sorry. Ira Newborn didn't get hip hop. But, anyways.
0: Did Ira Newborn do Naked Gun also? I feel like he did Naked Gun. Probably. Um, Anyway. uh, Anyways. Hey, you said that you had a a doozy of a final thought. (coughs) Yeah, get your
1: vaccination.
0: Please get your vaccinations. (laughs) Did (laughs) VaxLive not teach anybody anything? I'm, if you're not going to take it from Dave Grohl, take it from two dudes on a Ghostbusters podcast.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting here. I got my first shot. Uh, 24 hours later, yeah, the uh, the aches and the mild fever kicked in. Uh, it's been three-ish hours now. It has not progressed beyond that. Yeah. And I know they warned that was like serious fever. and It'll be like you have the bad flu. Or, and actually, it could be like you have the bad flu. Or maybe you'll have nausea. It's like, nope most people if they get anything at all it's just I, most people are just gonna have the sore shoulder yeah like I have and then I got you know a little bit of creakiness which frankly I was prepared for because my bones creak half the time anyways uh, uh, and then yeah I'm running a little I'm running a little warm so it feels a little uh, chilled right now um
0: but all in all and- I mean I mean because same thing with like I I'm now I'm two shots into my my Pfizer uh, vaccination feeling yeah. great. And it was the I'm, same thing. Like my I'm, arm hurt, yep. I was tired, but I'm
1: fine. Yeah. I I like that I it all came together. I'm gonna it was amazing. They wouldn't let me take pictures, but man, I don't know what they're like down there, but the uh, vaccination centers they got up here. Who boy do they have a system set up? I don't know who came in and designed it for them, but it is man oh I, man. I feel
0: like the Disneyland crowd control people did our vaccination sites. Actually, here do you know who I think I'm suspicious might have helped out with it?
1: Hmm. Uh, the airline, Air Canada.
0: <clears throat> uh. If nothing else,
1: I'm telling you right now, there were at least a dozen guys there that were part of the whole wander. I guess technically they might have just been acting as like security, but they were also guiding people to people, answering questions, checking with people and all that. And they were all wearing their uh, Air Canada um, oh, interesting hazard uh, vests. And I have a sneaking oh. suspicion that an airline went, you know, we're really good at lining people up and marching them through a thing as fast as possible. Uh, you know, that one bad time to the contrary. Uh, uh, well, yeah.
0: But I, I mean, I've also seen, especially during the, the NHL playoffs, which were just about to start the last couple games where uh, they've been playing in stadiums. They have vaccination sites set up there where, in between periods, go get your vaccine. Go get your vaccination. <laughs> There's no I read excuse. An artic-
1: I read an article today. One city, uh, they're they're taking a bunch of. They said in one day, uh, the one crew that went out to bars and traded uh, the vaccine shot for a beer. They were like, uh, wow. "We'll buy you a beer if you get the vaccine." I will shot. take that.
0: They, I didn't get a beer. they gave me a rice treat, which I was very thankful for because my blood sugar was low. But <laughs>
1: they um. They uh they said they basically matched in the one day all the other uh wow. static locations combined. Wow. Uh so at the end of the day, I know there's a lot of it's all scary. The root of this whole thing is scary, and it I is. know yeah. vaccines are vaguely mysterious, and let's just say the last twenty years they have not maybe gone out of their way to teach us about it. But yeah, the vaccines are f- far and away way better especially if you don't want to do this every quote unquote flu slash COVID uh season for the rest of your life yeah because that's the thing that's pissing me off right now is they're looking at numbers going we don't know if we're going to get ahead of this enough that mutations aren't just going to roll in every year
0: like the flu rolls in and i'm like ah yeah if if only we would have acted a little bit faster yeah it's like, I, I, and, and I don't want to Because everybody out there I'm hoping that you all uh, know that Look, we all just want to be in a theater In November with one another yeah. To see a movie that we have been waiting 30 plus years to see yeah. And I want that to be a shared experience And I want us to all be there and be comfortable <coughs> And feel like everything is safe And um, It's not worth it if I'm going to put somebody else in Yeah, that's, that's, that is exactly it and That frankly, is 100% also- it
1: I am also 100% capable of being pissed off if I'm put in the position where I have to choose a human life over. I am just petty enough <sighs> to be mad if I have to stay home from this movie because it's going to put other people I didn't
0: risk. get to go see the new <laughs> Ghostbusters movie that I have been waiting for for thirty years. pretty much half of my life. Let's
1: put it this way. If it falls apart in November, I'm going offline, and you will not hear from me I, until it is safe right there and I've you. gone
0: to the theater. <laughs> we yeah, won't, we'll, you won't <laughs> want to hear us because we'll be our, too angry. But,
1: our Twitter account will be, hey, uh, what's going on? Hey, uh, what's going on? <laughs> hey, uh, what's going on? <laughs> like, just, I'm gonna put together one of those automatic uh, Twitter demons that just spits out. Uh, Still not back. Still haven't seen Still it. Still not back. Nope. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I'm I so... just trying to. Depending on how much, <laughs> how much or how little Troy leaves in from the beginning, I do. Uh, again, similar to my uh, my shrink wrapping. Ooh, shrink wrapping my head would be a real good mess. Don't even know. Stop. Um, I'm playing it up. I'm playing up the whole vaccine thing for for yucks. But at the end of the day, it's just because I like to be the I'm I am the I am the dude when I get the flu. I'm Nick. Can you bring me a pop? Uh, so yeah. here I am. I'm I'm more than capable. I came down, I recorded the podcast. It is not stopping me. Uh, is not the end of my world. I'm just a little uncomfortable and uh, even even then I know there's a chance that the second one may uh, punch me in the nose again as well but I'm still going to get but it. But it it's worth
0: it. Yeah it's totally worth it. I want to go yeah. see
1: the movie. I want to take my son to go see his grandma who is, oh the two of them are bouncing off the walls. Uh, Holy
0: crap. I can't even, like we, but my, my whole family was vaccinated so we went and we saw them this weekend and I have never seen my daughter jump higher or more excitedly when she saw my dad and it broke my heart that it took so long for it to happen but at the same time it was like oh my god that's exactly why all of this is happening every, right
1: now. So Every trip we've made to Calgary uh my mom's like you should just stop halfway and stay overnight and then just be safe because I'm driving through the mountains and all that so it's like yeah. don't st- tire yourself out drive stop at Salmon Arm or something stop in Revelstoke hit it, sleep and then get up in the morning and drive it. No this will be the one time she's like drive through the night I don't care <laughs> and Thomas will be there you're driving through the night
0: please yeah. So I'll cut um, you, old man. Drive through the night. Oh my god. The, note, the night? What? <laughs> no, I sleep through the night. Um yeah, so please uh go get vaccinated. Please uh yep. read up on it if you're if you're concerned in any way or if you have any reservations whatsoever, because the more research that you do on it, the better you'll feel about it too. So uh go go do that and, and make yeah, sure that it happens. Here's for yourself. the thing
1: if you've ever heard something super scary and any person has said uh oh, that's dumb dumb information, don't get your hackles up at the person just maybe take a moment to go read up on yeah what they're yeah. talking about because i know there's a, a cons- another one going on right now and it's like that is 100 built around the fact nobody remembers from high school biology how vaccines work yeah and the only reason it's spreading around is people forgot how vaccines work and that's how they're able to spread
0: this stuff and and social media but that's another <sighs> story for another thing anyway hey yeah. everybody <laughs> <laughs> My final thought:
1: Go get vaccinated. Don't listen to me. Go do it. Don't listen to me uh, moan and complain. But do listen to me say: Go get your vaccine.
0: We've got we've got movies to see, conventions to go to, uh, we got a hugs campground. hugs to be hugged, we camping got a campground to be done. in Alberta
1: to descend upon and take yes. over, and write uh, the the catastrophic and frankly criminal results into the history book of Alberta. Uh, all that stuff. We got yes,
0: we got stuff to do, man. We got to do it, so please go get it done. Um, and we need uh, we need
1: Max to come back to North America for something. Ask, so
0: we need we need all of our overseas friends to be able to come back here. I want to finally totally get everything. a chance
1: to meet up with uh, the German Ghostbusters and all the UK Ghostbusters and South Korea Ghostbusters that I didn't get to talk to enough last time. I want I want Ecto Crank and uh, them to come back and hang. I want I want I want I want another fan fest. And I want it to be one that's long enough where not only do you to hang out for two days doing Ghostbuster stuff, but we've got breakfasts and lunch and dinners yeah. and, and nights at clubs later. Time to, just to hang out. out. yeah. Drink ourselves, stupid. Uh, get, I'll have a good laugh. And uh, yeah,
0: and, and think I'll about it forever. It. So do think, it all for what Chris
1: think, just said. Think of it fondly until the day Michael Tanaka emails Troy <laughs> to say, Is Chris okay?
0: God. <sighs> My heart can't take it, man. My blood pressure can't take it. I am 5% serious. I want that
1: on my gravestone. Is Chris okay? okay? Michael Tanaka.
0: Oh, uh, boy. We're getting punchy. If it's All not right.
1: inscribed into my will, you guys can put it forward to my estate. That he really wanted it.
0: shall read. 109 a.m. is Chris okay. <laughs>
1: is Chris okay, Michael Tanaka?
0: <laughs> we love you, Michael. We love you, Michael. Yeah, that's true. Um all right everybody, until next week we'll see you on the other side. Who you going to call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters call? Interdimensional CrossRip. Rip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, uh, ghostbustershq.net and stillplayingwithtoys.net. Hey, you're to one out. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like
1: to get a sample of your brain tissue. <laughs>
0: Next week, though, Careless Cats. Weird. <laughs>